Pickaxe. Ah, mmm. The first taste of rare bourbon you finally got your hands on. That's nice. At Caskers.com, we make this experience easy. Caskers is a one-stop spirit curator with an impressive selection of exclusive sought-after rare and household names in the realm of premium spirits and champagne. Discover the top flavors of the year now by going to Caskers.com and using code WELCOME10 for $10 off your first purchase. Get $10 off your first purchase with code WELCOME10 at Caskers.com. Welcome, friends, to High Rollers Presents The Curse of Strahd, a gothic horror adventure of chills, thrills, and many blood spills. I am your dungeon master, Mark Humes, and the players joining me are as follows. Chris Trott as Jesper the Vistani Bard, Kim Richards as Shadows Beyond the Veil, a tabaxi cleric, Katie Morrison as Rose Venandi, the Human Ranger, Tom Hazel as Xeros Mistan, the Dragonborn Fighter, and Rhiannon Gower as Ziki Mistan, the Dragonborn Sorcerer. Last time on Curse of Strahd. Four travelers arrive at the Elf Song Tavern in Baldur's Gate as the night grows cold and a chilling rain soaks them through. The inn offers warmth but little safety as hungry eyes and nervous hands welcome them inside. Jesper, a human man who claims to be a traveler from a strange land, has been waiting for them. Sent by his master to guide them to his homeland, and help defeat a terrible evil that has taken them there. Shadow Beyond the Veil, a tabaxi priest, and Ziki Mistan, a dragonborn sorceress, have both received visions from the gods to seek out this traveler and aid him. Besides them travel their own bodyguards, Rose Venendi, a human archer, and Xeros Mistan, a dragonborn who holds some connection to Ziki. Into the night they travel, and it is not long before the strange mists encircle their wagon, and they find themselves born to a new land, a dark, dead land. And waiting for them is a strange, darkly handsome man. He hints that they have become the latest pawns in a game, and introduces himself as Count Strahd von Zorovich, and that this land is his, is his, before he transforms into a swirling storm of bat-like creatures and vanishes. Finally, the group arrive in the village of Barovia, where the streets are empty and silent as a graveyard. They find solace in an inn where other Vistani welcome them and offer them some wine, before this moment of light is shattered by screaming and the sounds of battle. Rushing to the source, the group find a mansion besieged by undead and devils, as a young man and his father desperately try to protect a young woman who is being called by Strahd himself. Well, that voice was something, huh? Mm. Ooh, love it. You've got to set the mood. You've got to set the mood, okay? Yeah. Um, tape on this boy. Yeah, well, thank, thank, thank the wonders of technology, not necessarily uh, my vocal cords. Um, so, yeah, we begin inside on the upper floor. Well, kind of spread out a little bit. Um, uh, on the, mainly on the upper floor of the Burgomaster's Mansion in the village of Barovia, a village that sits in the kind of bottom of a small valley uh, and is overlooked by castle, uh, an ominous castle against the moonlight. 
Um, you have arrived. Uh, I believe that Shadow Beyond the Veil and Rose are still downstairs, having just fended off or just used uh, Shadow had just used Turn Undead to scare off a number of zombies that were trying to get through the main door, which has been barricaded, heavily barred and barricaded from the inside. The rest of you ran upstairs and running into a uh, what is very clearly a young woman's bedroom. She's wearing a night dress um, and she's being held back with a hand over her mouth by a very young, handsome man. Um, Barovian, they, they both appear to be Barovian. Uh, and next to them is a aged father who is the one who led you upstairs, brandishing uh, a crossbow. And the room is currently uh, being besieged from the outside. Three devil-like creatures, probably no bigger than a, than, a, than a dog, but with these leathery wings and these big spined tails, are currently tearing and clawing at boards around the outside of the windows. And you can see them beginning to smash them through, break them with their, their, their claws and their fangs, um, scrabbling to get on the inside. And just outside the window, flying in the night air, is the man that you met before, Strad von Zarovich. This very well-dressed, a metal breastplate, a large furred collar, and a billowing cloak with dark, long hair behind him, kind of flowing all around him. And he's reaching out, and you can see his eyes glow red, and he calls out to the woman once more. Come, Irina. Invite me inside so I may take you to our castle. Uh... As you guys arrive, uh, the young man calls out once again, like, Please, help me! Just keep those things off of me! And you can see that he has, like, several large spines sticking out of his back where he's been struck by these kind of projectile spines. Um, bleeding quite heavily, but he's holding his sister with a hand over her mouth um, and is keeping her restrained. And that is where we are going to roll initiative. Uh, oh. Straight off the bat. Oh. Into it. Yeah. So he's already restraining yeah. her then. So yes, so you can see that um, the young blonde man uh, is restraining the girl. Um, okay. The three devils are breaking through the boards, and in fact, as as we begin this combat, they're going to smash these boards and begin flying inside, or at least they they have the capacity to. You can see Strad is outside the window calling out to this woman. Um, and then her father is with them as well. Uh, so let's go around with initiatives. Ziki Mistan. That's a seven. That's a seven. Uh, Jesper. Sorry, my thing wasn't working. So it's a eight plus uh, four. Twelve. Twelve. Nice. Shadow. Beyond the veil. Eighteen. Eighteen. Rose. Also eighteen. I believe that means, Rose, you'll be going first. Uh, Zeros. Oh! Uh, whoa, I might be going first. No, 12. <laughs> no, I meant, between the, I meant between the two of them, Tom. Oh, I um. see. <laughs> okay, so Rose and Shadow, correct me if I'm wrong, because it has been a week, but you guys were downstairs because Shadow had just turned undead a group of zombies at the door, and Rose, I think you had gone to back her up, I think. I feel like Rose would have backed her up. She wouldn't have left her okay. just downstairs to run up. Okay. She would have Perfect. been down with her. So you guys yeah. are currently downstairs. You can hear the shouting and hollering coming from above, um, but you don't necessarily know exactly the situation up there yet. You can see that the, the zombies that were trying to break through this, this front door 
four of them have run away. They've just gone, they've just began backing away, moving away from the door, shielding their faces, these kind of rotten, uh, dysmorphized kind of jaws hanging loose, flesh peeling off their bodies, covered in dirt and, and dust, it seems. Um, and they begin recoiling and moving away as Shadow is, is basically channeling some sort of energy into the door. One of them is still there, but you don't think that one of them is going to be able to is going to be strong enough to break the door down on its own. It was really only because there were so many of them that they were having any success before. Uh, what would you like to do? Um, is the um, so I can hear stuff going on upstairs though. Yeah, you can definitely hear the sounds okay. of of like struggling and fighting. You probably could just about hear like a man's voice, but you can't really make out what was said. Right. I will turn to Shadow and say, uh-huh. I think this is okay for now. I'm going to check upstairs. Are you okay? I'll and... come with you. Ooh, ooh. Um, okay. Uh, <laughs> that was a very, that was a very cat-like voice there, Kim. Um, I'll go upstairs <laughs> then. And when I go upstairs, am I close to seeing any of these enemies? Yeah, so if you pop on roll 20, by the way, um, oh. I now have a map up for you. Um, do the, hang on. Okay. Do it I, though? It see blackness. It's because I keep forgetting to. I keep forgetting that it's got dynamic lighting enabled. That's why. Oh, there's no there lights on upstairs. There we go. There's no lights on upstairs. So, yeah, you begin <laughs> making your way upstairs, Rose. Um, by the time you kind of, like, complete your first set of movement, you appear to be in, in yeah, like a, a, a corridor. Um, you pass like what appears to be a statue and, and a doorway on a landing as you make your way up to the top floor. Um, but there is just a corridor, and you can hear that the sounds of this fighting is, is growing louder now. Um, okay. So, in I've fact, probably... I think you would also see just beginning to claw its way inside. One of these devil creatures is kind of <laughs> pulling its way through these broken, boarded windows. Okay, how much of my movement have I used already? Or am I I'd at the bottom? Or you've used your 30 feet. No, you're at the top of the <laughs> stairs, but you've used all your movement. Do I have enough to peek around and take a shot at the one that's poking through the window? I'd say yes, Can but I get, get a good enough cover. view? Okay. Yeah, well, you get a good enough a view, but it, it's technically outside. It will have some cover from the boards that it's currently clawing its way through. I'll give it a shot. Why not? Sure. Um... So, ah, four plus seven. So, uh, so eleven kind to of, hit. That's you, not going to hit. You use a longbow, right? Rose uses yes. a longbow. So you pull out the the, the wrong the, the, the wrong bow, the longbow, the longbow. and you I'm knock an arrow. Um, you fire, and you're a pretty good shot. But these boards, like this creature, is quite small, and it, it kind of pulls itself back at the last minute, and the arrow thuds into the boards around it, and you just hear it kind of this low growling hiss, like kill, kill you. And it begins kind of gnashing and, and biting at the bo- the boards to try and make a bigger hole for it to claw through. Um, okay. End of your turn. I think I'll just finish it by shouting down to Shadow. Definitely something unnatural here. Looks like devils. Okay. Shadow. Disgusting. Um, I would like to... I will clamber up the stairs as well. Um... And I guess upon seeing uh, Spooky McDoubleface, um, yeah. can I cast a Sacred Flame on it? 
You absolutely can. Also, just out of interest, how much uh, knowledge do you think Shadow would have of devils in general? Because you're more undead, or would you think that there'd be... Do you think you'd have some knowledge I'd probably say some, given her knowledge of, like, the fugue plane and, um, Mm -hmm. I guess, just her general knowledge about life after death beliefs in... Sure. In the that makes sense because you would know that, yeah, in the, in Toril as well. Like when a creature dies, if it's an evil creature, it goes to the nine hells or the abyss, basically. Hmm. Um, yeah, make a. I mean, you don't know if you make a religion check, you might know exactly what kind of devil this is. But it's you. You can tell by looking at it; it's very clearly a devil, not a demon. Um, mm-hmm. Which means that they're normally bound by some sort of agreement. Um, you're not sure what kind of <laughs> devil exactly it is. Uh, what was that in total, just for the podcast? I have rolled a four. <laughs> hey, twinsies! Um, twinsies. Um, you're not quite sure what kind of devil this is, um, but yeah, you you know it is a devil, not a demon. Um, mm-hmm. And normally these creatures are summoned um, for something. Um, yeah, oh. and then sacred flame, right? So what do I need to do? Could you please make me a dexterity saving throw? 12. Oh. 12 DC? Mm-hmm. Yes, please. That is going to be a total of an eight. Oh, uh, in which case I will make a roll of one d8. Wait, ignore that one. <laughs> that was not the right thing. Oh wait, no, it was. I mean, it was okay. a d8. Yeah, it was. I did yeah, click I was going to say. Yeah, yes. Yes. Um, uh, so yes, uh, that was a four. Okay. So uh, radiant you, you, damage. What does this look like when Shadow casts this spell? So I would think similar to the turn on dead spell, it would look like a bolt of gold, um, almost in the shape of a, oh, hello, uh, in the shape of a, I guess in the vague shape of a a scarab beetle kind of flying Mm -hmm. out towards um, the devil, and, but there would be a tinge of shadow coiled around the edges. It's kind of almost propelling it. Yeah, and you see it strike the devil itself, and it, it, it yelps in this kind of high-pitched, quite horrible screech, like, ah! uh, as it kind of recoils back as the, the gold flames lick at its flesh and its scales, um, and it's just like, ah, 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 holy magic! Ah, kill! Kill! It just begins kind of hissing to itself. Um, end of your go? Yes. Yeah, this one will burst inside. Uh, kill! Kill everyone inside! Kill you! And it begins uh, flying towards you. Uh, it will probably towards uh, Shadow and uh, Rose um, and it begins making its way towards the two of you and with a flick of its tail uh, these two spines come flying out towards each one of you basically Um, so one attack against both of you against each of you sorry so against Shadow that's a six to hit that does not hit and against Rose oh very bad rolling for me nine to hit Um, no so you guys managed to kind of pull yourself back as these huge spines. They hit into the wooden kind of stairs and walls around you, but you can see the spines themselves are so hot that they they little flames kind of erupt um, as they strike. Um, and yeah, they the wood around like the furniture and stuff like that is kind of caught alight. If not not massively, but enough that if left undealt with, it will probably develop into a flame over time. Um, for those of you in the room, that's its go. Those of you in the room, which is Jesper, Ziki, and Zeros, um, you see that the young, quite handsome-looking guy 
Um, there are some swords and things, but they're on the ground, and he just continues to maintain this grip on his on this woman that he's holding, and he begins dragging her backwards. Um, I'm just going to make a quick test to see if he can do that successfully. Ooh. So I think he is going to struggle a little. Uh-oh. She's wriggly. Uh-oh. Yeah, so she doesn't quite break free, but she avoids, like, he can't drag her back. He's trying to drag her back to what appears to be a wooden door, but she's, like, trying to break free. She gets loose of his arms, but he's still got a hand over her mouth for now. Um, but you can see her her eyes are glazed over, and she's almost reaching out towards the window where you can see the, the flying figure um, beyond it. Um, and she's looking at it desperately, but yeah, her mouth is currently shut, uh, so she does nothing. Um, one of the other uh, devil-like creatures bursts through uh, and will fly to over the bed, um, and it will try and hit the handsome man with two of its spines. Uh, missing on the first one with a one, and then uh, missing on the second one as well. Um, as the the spines bounce off, you can see he's wearing like a scale mail armor, um, and it just kind of pings off the armor itself. Uh, and the creature just kind of perches itself on the top of the bed and just ah, must kill, kill all inside. <laughs> uh, after that creature goes, you see the man outside the window. Uh, he looks in all of your directions, um, seeing Jesper and Zeros. And Jesper, you would notice certainly the inescapable look of displeasure crosses this pale, very handsome, but very dark face as his Uh-oh. brow furrows. He looks around. I tire of these games, Irina. The rest of you, stay out of my way. He waves his hand, uh, and he is going to cast a spell into the room. He will cast this spell. So, Xeros and Jesper, I need you both to... In fact, actually, you don't need to do anything. I need to make a roll. Oh, shit. Cast it at third level. Sorry, bear with me. We're dead. <clears throat> so, you watch as this wave of black mist it rolls through the room, and you see the older, the older gentleman that kind of brought you upstairs. His eyes kind of just flutter for a moment, and then he falls asleep. Um, he just collapses to the ground uh, fast asleep um, as he does Uh, so that takes off 9 so what does that leave me with that leaves me with 22 so Jesper and Zeros how much um, health do you have Uh and Zika technically as well in order of what what's your your maximum hit points 21 20 21. so 20 is the lowest okay uh, okay, so Zika, as you're kind of watching all of this happen, um, as this mist kind of rolls through past your you bro- past your brother, your eyes become so heavy and weary, you just feel yourself just... Uh, and poof, you kind of fall asleep, uh, onto the, slumping to the ground uh, down as well, uh, as you are affected by the sleep spell. 
Um, I don't believe you get a save. I I believe it just has to roll over your hit points, which it does with the remaining amount. But the rest of you manage to stay awake. The rest of you, the spell is not strong enough to affect the rest of you, uh, but you see the other two kind of slump down. um, uh, And Strahd just once again just kind of speaks out, just like, Invite me in, Arena. Let us end this little game. Invite me inside so I can take you. Uh, as he calls out, his voice kind of echoing through. And you can see her desperately trying to reach over her now sleeping, the sleeping older man. Um, Crikey. Xeros, you're up. Is there, What mechanically can I do to wake Zeke up? So, um, if each creature affected by the spell falls unconscious until the spell ends. The sleeper takes damage or someone uses an action to shake or slap the seeker sleeper awake. <laughs> um, I'm wondering if I would do that. I'm not sure. Uh, I think as she's falling to mm-hmm. like down to the ground, I'd catch her and then mm-hmm. walk her down into this room on the um, just like okay. to the right of us. Yeah, uh, and then kind you of can... like layer in there. Okay, so you um, put her on the rug on the floor. Yep. So, is so that it's what, like, 5, 10... Like no, I'd say that's your movement, right? Like, she's sleeping, she can't resist you, it's not much for you to just scoop her up as a like, an, as a bonus action or part of the movement and then just move her in. Um, but it takes you, like, you move at half speed while you're carrying somebody, so, like, 10, right, 20, okay. 30. So you'd end your turn here, that's your end of your movement, you'd put her down, and then you have an action and a bonus action left. Uh, I guess action, if something comes into this room then I'll attack it, but like... Okay. I don't think he would wake her up. Okay. Perfect. Okay. Uh, Jesper. I think I would assist the young man understanding okay. the, the power that uh, Strahd has over the authorities and their sirens, and... <laughs> <laughs> well, Jesper, you, you would also know that he uh, until he is invited, he cannot come in this house. We must protect the, the precious girl. We must f- uh, you, find a way. You you say this to nobody as you watch Xeros carry his unconscious sister away. I'm saying um, it to the young guy that's holding. Oh, to the, to the guy. Yeah, so he, he looks at you. He's like, please, please, my friend, you must help. And you can see like he's bleeding quite heavily from these spines. The, the devils, they've been sent to kill me so he can take her. Deal with them. Um, can I? Because I'm yeah. fast as shit, right, Mark? Yeah, you that. are fast as shit. Dex yeah. is real high, so I yeah. should have at least three actions here. So, <laughs> no, but you can tell me what you want to do. Can I cast heroism on him? Right, and I want to use the butt of my offhand dagger as kind of like a bonus action to try and knock out Irina. I will say you can definitely cast um, heroism on on him. Um, if now. I can only do uh, one, I don't... can I knock around the head? Okay, yeah. I mean, basically, I would say that because you can normally make a offhand attack as a bonus action when you make the attack action, mm. but because True. of, like, the mechanics... Of, but what I'm going to say is that casting a spell and making an attack are about the same amount of effort, so quickly trying to knock her out... Yeah, you can absolutely try that. Um, uh, I would say, you can, I'm so you can cast sorry, terrorism this... and make an offhand attack. This has to happen. And I'll just hit okay. her around the head. Take her away. Okay. I mean, he's he's too slow. He can't really stop you, so... <laughs> uh, do I need to make an attack? 
You will need to make an attack roll against her. Yeah, you have advantage because she um, is technically kind of half being grappled still. Um, and then when you make your damage, um, you don't roll. You don't add your modifier to it. It's just uh, um, so it's just four points. So because you don't add the modifier. Yeah, oh no! Yeah, do you yeah. have two weapon fighting? Um. Yeah. Yes, I do. If you do, then you, then you do add the full amount. Yeah. So. Uh, new characters, guys. We'll get there. So, yeah. So you you strike her, and I think that it's not quite enough to knock her out. You kind of daze her. Um, and you see the young man sort of angrily look at you, <laughs> but he understands what you're doing. He's just like, ah, I was hoping it would not come to that. And he kind of, like, tries to reel her in. You know the um, Paris Strad. Take him away. Take her away. Uh, she's still conscious, but obviously dazed. Um, but I think... No, that wouldn't necessarily trigger her to make a saving throw. Uh, and then you cast Heroism on him. Remind me what Heroism does. Uh, it makes him immune to Strahd. It doesn't, but carry on. A willing creature <laughs> imbued with bravery, immune to being frightened and gains temporary hit points equal to the spellcasting ability modifier, which would be okay. uh, a plus f- two. Plus two. All right, so he gets two temporary hit points uh, for now, and he oh, gets like a little start of every invigoration, turn. so to speak. Uh huh. Yeah, you cast that into him. As you're doing all of this, one of the the last kind of devil creature breaks its way into the room and flies in your direction with its claws and talons uh, lifted uh, to try and strike you. Um, as it does. Uh, in fact, actually, no, it will. It won't strike you. It will fly to this corner of the room and then it flicks its tail uh, to hit you with its spines. Um, two attacks against you, Jesper. 15-foot tail. Okay. Uh, well, the, the spines come flying out oh, as they it flicks its the tail. tail. Right. The, the, ta- the spines fly out like projectiles. Gotcha. First one's only a nine to hit you. No. Um, and then I can't roll for shit, so the second one is only <laughs> a 11 to hit you. Can't touch this. You kind of parry them out of the air, dodging to the side as the second one comes flying in. And like before, as they strike the kind of wooden walls around you, this intense heat built up around the spines kind of ignites, and you see like these little flames beginning to to burn and scorch the the wood where they were. Um, Zeke, it would be your turn, but unfortunately, I put you to sleep. I'm sorry. That's time for me. It's all right. Zeke, you're sleepy. Zeke, you're sleepy. sleepy. Rose, we come back up to you at the top. Oh, hello. Um, okay, so if I was to put out this tiny flame, would that be like a bonus action or anything? Yeah, like it's it, little... it, it, while it's still small, you can stamp it out with a foot. I'm not even going to make it an action to do it. You can literally just okay. stamp on it while it cool. is. Um, but if, if they were, if if you didn't do that, if they build up, if they get bigger, then it will obviously take more effort to put them out. Cool. Um, I think I'm just going to take another shot at the little mm-hmm. little thing. The devil. <laughs> With my longbow. That's the one. 11 plus 7, 18 to hit. That definitely will hit this thing. Yay, I hit a thing. Uh, now you need to so... remember what, what all this new character does. <laughs> yeah. Six, six damage. Thank right, you. six damage. Yep. Yes. That, that, okay. That's it for this one. Uh, okay. All right. We're too low level for multi attacks at the moment. No. Um, no. Uh, I d- I, I do you have to designate something as your monster slayer thing? Um, I don't think so. I think it's well, that is extra um, damage. Oh wait, hang on. Learning yes. that. Uh, yeah, it's, it's uh, well for monster slayer. It's, it's um. 
It's only once per long rest, so it's like a one-time thing, I think. Mm, I don't think it is. Well, have a look. We'll have a read of it. Uh, Shadow, you I'll take read it, go. but I think it, from what I can see on D and D Beyond, it it looks like that to me. So, okay, I'm Shadow, probably done. I might move a little bit. How is the little crunchy boy looking? Um, he looks injured for sure. Um, for but sure. yeah, he's still uh, he's still up up and up and fighting. Um, he's taken a longbow, but yeah, these things are covered in thick scales and hmm. spines. So even though it's been struck a few times, it's it's still raring to go. Um, Do you know what? Let's live a little and cast a guiding bolt. Okay. Um, so range spell attack. So I Katie, need to roll. On your, on your character sheet, look up. Um, look at Slayer's Prey. It's under your features. As oh. a bonus action, you designate one creature you can see within 60 feet, and then you get to deal an extra D- D6 damage to it once per turn. But this benefit lasts until you finish a short or long rest. Yeah, so you, or, or, yeah, or you, you use it once. Different... Yeah. So yeah. if... Yeah, I guess I was just trying not to waste it on a tiny... No, no, you, do, you can't waste it. The be- this benefit okay. lasts until you take a short, long rest. That means the creature stays the, the your target for that period. And then you just pick a new one, I think. Um, I think Hunter's Mark yeah, we'll is the one out. that moves. Is it like Hunter's Mark? Yeah, that's the thing. Yeah, that's, I, I so. didn't know if it moved. Uh, I think Doesn't... so. Have a read of it. Shadow, that is uh, a one plus four. I rolled a natural one, Mark. Um, uh, and so I don't believe Guiding Bolt has an effect means... on a miss. I think that means that the Guiding Bolt turns around and shoots me in the face. <laughs> um, yeah. I'm not that mean. No, you um, just summon the energy and it just... The, the, this place is so infused like this whole land wherever you find yourself you you struggle to conjure enough energy and as you let it go it kind of dissipates um, in front of you some sort of power um, preventing yeah this is just terrible uh, however can I I would like I'll move a little bit I'm gonna move a little bit um, five ten I'm kind of tempted to go past this little thing sure but it's gonna swipe at me isn't it I mean, it might do. Yeah, let's try. Uh, so where was I? 5, 10, 15, 20, 25, 30. So I'm going to move past it. Okay. It um, will take a swipe at you with its... Mm-hmm. Uh, it has, like... You can see it's kind of holding, like, a little spear in its little claws. It's kind of clutching, like, a little... Like, almost like a larger version of one of its tail spines. Um, and it will swing that at you for a nine to hit. That does not hit me, No. It just swipes over as you kind of duck underneath it as you begin running past uh, the creature down the hallway. Um, and yeah, you can see doors, like, well, you can't see them yet, but you can again hear that, that sound of battle growing faster. Um, the creature will, the little spine devil that was fighting the two of you that just took a swing at you, um, it's going to do the same thing it did before. It's going to s- flick a tail spine at each one of you. So towards Rose, it flicks one for a 21 to hit. Might hit. So you're going to take four piercing damage and then three fire damage. As this thing kind of hits into your body, the intense heat is so much, it begins to, like, the flesh begins to bubble and sear. You kind of have to quickly pull it out before it does any lasting damage uh, to your skin. Um, Shadow, that's only a seven to hit you. So again, that does not hit one of the spines flies past, embeds into the, the doors that you seem to be moving past, um, and just begins igniting those doors uh, on a flame. I like to think it's because Shadow's just like 
gone down on all fours and is doing like a little yeah, cat Yeah, just scamper. like darting along the ground. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah, perfectly works. Uh, the handsome young man uh, with his sister will attempt once again to try and drag her back. Um, this time, far more successful. Um, he manages to kind of back her up into this room. Um, and you can see him basically trying to throw her to the side so he can get in front of her to close the door. Um, but that's going to be pretty much his turn. Uh, one of these creatures will hover up to the ceiling of the room and fling two spines in his direction. <laughs> he, the spines fly overhead, but you see the, the young man kind of throws the sister to the side or the girl to the side, um, and then he shuts the door just in time for these spines to kind of <laughs> through them before he kind of opens them again to step through uh, and make his way back out. Strahd looks at Jesper. Dear Striker, you have no idea what you've done, boy! Uh, and he will be very mad. He will look at you, Jesper, and he will... Would he do this, or would he do this? He would... That risks, that risks hurting her, but this doesn't. Daddy Maddie. I need you to make a constitution saving throw, please. 21. Oh, that's 20. That's 20. That's very good. uh, Jesus. So you watch as he reaches his hand out, and from the window, uh, you see these tendrils of tendrils of black smoke erupt from his arm just in this sudden surge of movement like snakes they twist and coil through the air and they bite onto your flesh Jesper and you feel the life force of your very energy your essence being drained away Uh, you would have taken 30 necrotic damage but you half it to 15 Um, still pretty nasty there out of 6 HP so you just watch and he's Yes, it was. And he just kind of like clutches it and his eyes, you can see them now. Where before when you when you saw this man, there was a placid, almost calm look on his face. His face is now twisted into rage. These fangs bared. How dare you harm her? And he kind of yanks on the smoke as he watches your form kind of shudder and shake from the, the black magic surging through you. He's a, But he looks amazed that you're still standing um, as, as he does that. Uh... Cranky. I will not fall to the darkness so easily. You will do as you are commanded, boy. Uh, Maybe in 6 HP's time. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, The young woman desperately, you can see her, she desperately tries to break free of of the the man that dragged her into the, the room beyond. She manages to kind of reach the door. She kind of goes to say something before the man shoves her back and sh- shuts the door in front of her and you just hear this muffled like but it's not enough and you can see Strahd's face just like no Irina Zeros so uh, for Katie's benefit Slayer's Prey is a bonus action and you can do that as many times as you want I thought that's what it was, yeah. Um, Okay, because I just Um, looked it up and it said this benefit lasts until you finish a short or long rest. It ends early if you designate a different creature. 
yeah. So the benefit on that so one creature lasts until a lot short lasts, long rest. Until you take a um, rest, yeah. You can just bonus action but, whenever you want to slay a spree. Yeah. That's how I figured it worked. So I can do it to anyone. For as many yes, times but as, as soon as you create a new as soon as you as soon as you target a new creature, oh, the old gotcha. one fades. That's what yeah. it means, basically. Um, so it's, it's clear I'm in gonna... my little noggin now. No, 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 yeah, yeah it's, it, it was confusing as well, yeah. It was the way it was worded. I was like, I don't know if that's unlimited or not, you know, and I didn't want to yeah. waste it on a tiny little little shit. No, no, know? no. I yeah, think it is, a, but you have fine. to use a bonus action to it. Because it's only a d6 once per thing anyway, so it's not a big deal. Got it. Right, zero. Thanks. So I'm gonna leave. I'm gonna leave the room that Zeke is in. Just close the door mm-hmm. firmly behind me, and it, as the blight dissipates from behind Jesper. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Xeros appears. <laughs> this this yeah. what, like six nice. foot tall black dragonborn. Yeah, I like materialize out of his blight, and I am going to oh. go and wail on this thing on the bed. Um, yeah, freezing. It's kind of like floating at the top of the room, but within reach, easily enough. Yes. So with my great sword, I'm just gonna actually I'm gonna do a goading attack. Um, okay. So, when I hit a creature with a weapon attack, I can expend a superiority dice. Let's see if I hit first. Yep. Uh, 16. 16 will indeed hit this this small creature. It's it's small and mobile, but yeah, once your sword connects with it, there's barely anything to defend it. Cool, I do 13 damage with that, and I'll expend a superiority. Um, Two. So, they now make a wisdom saving throw, DC 14. Mm -hmm. Uh, yeah, it passes, but doesn't it also when you expend it, it deals extra damage as well? Uh, I don't think on goading attack I do. So I expend a superior die. Uh, oh, I add the total to the damage as well. Ooh. There you go. So you roll a d8 and you get to add that as well. Ooh, <laughs> more points. Um, um, so you strike at the green. What do you like? What do you say? Do you say anything? Uh, How are you goading it? Oh, go. Uh, I, I hit its arms. This is the goading attack. What it does is um, it has disadvantage on all attack rolls on targets other than me. Yeah, it's um, like a Right, so I just I just really fucking stare it down. <laughs> <laughs> just like staring this devil dead in the eyes. It just came out of a blight. Uh, it, it wants to go for me. Yeah. It looks at you. I mean, nice. you definitely get the fact, whether or not you succeeded, you definitely get the sense it's probably going to try and fight you next. <laughs> so... Yeah. Um, it, didn't it definitely goes for you. Jasper. I'm going to uh, shake off that horrific blight. Can I get yeah. my head back? And it's like into you can see game? your your veins are almost dark in your arms. Wherever this the smoke touched you, your skin is like ash grey and it you know, it feels sickly and pallid. I'll uh, dart towards the creature directly in front of me here. Mm-hmm. And I will attack them with a defensive flourish. So what this allows me to do is when I take an attack action, um, Mm -hmm. my speed increases 10 feet, which doesn't really matter. Um, If the weapon attack hits, I can expend one of my bardic inspiration to deal Mm -hmm. extra damage equal to the number I roll on the dice and also Mm -hmm. add that number to my AC as well. Great. That sounds awesome. Yeah, doesn't it just, Marcusan? Let's see if you hit. Ding dong. 20. Yeah, that will hit. Uh, four, four piercing damage. Piercing, and then yep. I get to roll an extra d8, correct? Uh, yeah. Is your body inspiration d8 or is it d6? Oh, is it based on my body inspiration? I think so. that's what you it's just said. It's a d6. 
There you go. Bam. Three. So I get to so add that to my AC points. as well. And you add three to your AC as well. Yeah. Bam. Cool. That's uh, nice. Yeah. This thing on its go, uh, it will... Uh, the one that you've just struck with your rapier, uh, you kind of lash out and cut towards it. Or is it a rapier you've got? Or Yes. Yeah. So you kind of slash it once, um, and then it will... Basically, it will do... Yeah, it, it doesn't provoke an opportunity attack when it flies out. This thing is so quick and nippy, it kind of just oh, really? bats its wings and jerks away from you really ra- quite rapidly. Um, okay. And it backs itself up into this far corner, and then it's going to fling two of its uh, spines towards you again, um, lashing out with each one. So that's going to be a 17 to hit. Yeah, I've got AC 17. Is that with the plus three currently? Yeah. Okay, let me see. If the-, the next one misses, but the first one will hit for four points of piercing damage okay. and then three points of and, fire damage. Yeah. And, um, oh. Oh, it's okay. Shit. So close. Right. Save. Uh, so you watch, the yeah, Jesper kind of like this This spine hits you in the side and this intense fiery pain bursts out around it and just cr- cr- combined with the, the crippling black smoke, you just you lose consciousness as you fall down to the ground um, in a big slump. Um... You just see Strahd kind of watching you as you kind of... The last thing you see as you're kind of falling unconscious is just his dead eyes staring at you, waiting, watching. Uh, Zeke, I'm so sorry, you're still asleep. Sleepy sleep. <laughs> I hear you that sleep spell, I'm but so it's like... Sorry. Yeah, rude. <laughs> That's all good. Me again? Okay. Yep, top of the round. I will um, try and finish off the little shit that's yeah, in front of me guy, yeah. so Just I'm gonna around. take uh, I'll do bonus action um, Slayer's Prey then and mm-hmm. I will take a shot at it okay. you hone your senses as a, as a monster slayer um, 14 plus 7 definitely uh, um, and then it will be uh Nine points of damage with the bow and five points of damage. Slayer's Prey. And with that, uh, the Slayer's Prey, you kind of hone your senses, the training you've had, knowing where to strike and devils and things like that. You uh, launch your attack. Damn it, I've forgotten the whole thing this whole time. Uh, The attack (laughs) flies through uh, and it strikes the creature in the chest and you hear it just kind of like, as it just turns to ash in front of you and just vanishes. Wonderful. so I will move my 30 feet to the yeah. corner and try and stay in front of, of Shadow and try and be like, be careful, okay. careful. I don't know how many of them oh. there are, okay? Did Shadows, shadows go next? Uh, so I'm going to move past Rose. Five, <laughs> ten. Uh, I'm just going to be like, I, I heard something. Uh, five, ten, fifteen, twenty, twenty-five. Uh, yeah, there's uh, the door is shut on the other side, so you don't see Zeke sleeping inside. I would, yeah, I wouldn't have seen uh, any of that business. <laughs> yeah. Um. No, 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 no. But let me just check. I'm my so sorry, Rihanna. That's all good. Sorry. So I think I'll probably yes. burst into the room and see Jesper on the ground. Yeah, you, you see him gonna... like clutching the spine in his in his mm. gut and unconscious. 
So I'm going to use my feline agility, which means I can double my speed until the end of my turn and run Ooh. over to him. Ooh. Yep. And so you kind then... of have a quick burst of speed like Chitara in the Thundercats. And then I'm going to cast uh, Cure Wounds at second level. Okay. Um, and I have an ability called uh, Circle of Mortality, which means I can restore mm-hmm. maximum hit points instead of rolling the dice with healing spells to a creature with zero HP. You do indeed. So he will automatically is 16 get plus two, your wisdom. Uh, plus two. So, 16, okay, 17, so 18, 18 hit, hit points. points. Wow. So what does this look like for Shadow? Because there's, I mean, obviously with your goddess, because me and you know who that is, but the audience yeah. doesn't. Um, what it looks what does like, this Mark, look like? is it looks like a cleric healing someone in the middle <laughs> oh, of the Oh, there it is! I need to know how you got 18. Uh, because um, because Shadow is a grave cleric, yeah, they have an ability yes. which when they heal to somebody who's at zero, it heals the maximum number on the dice possible. Fucking grave clerics are better than Arcana at healing. <laughs> well, y- yes, um, yes. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Not a life domain cleric. Arcana, all right? I mean, a guiding bolt. It's, the, it's mainly the choice to actually heal in the first place that was the, yes. uh, the main thing here. No, no, no. Anyway, 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 I would rush into the room. I would rush into the room, see Jesper on the ground, be like, no, and run over. Um, immediately put my paw to his, where his, I think his heart is, I presume that um, Vishtani have hearts the same place humans do. Um, and I would start muttering prayers under my breath. And as uh, the prayers kind of take hold, again, uh-huh. this kind of golden but black-tinged light builds throughout my body, shoots through my hand, and goes into Jesper's body. And you almost see shadows form across his face and go into his mouth and nose and he'll jerk awake okay you are you are quite close to xeros as you're doing this and xeros you don't quite hear every word that shadow says in these prayers but there is one word and i don't know this might not mean anything to xeros um but you do you hear the word shah uh just saying Nope. How much here anyway, is that? Anyway, uh, 18. 18. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, that's your full turn, right, Kim? Because that's bonus action for feline agility, that's move, and then your action to heal. Perfect. Um, the spine devil in the hallway is dead. Uh, the young man comes out, like, now out of the room, looks around, and you see him kind of breathe this sigh of relief. Um, and he's just like, thank you. We must deal with these devils and then get out of sight of him and then he points at the window uh, and you see him rush over and underneath Xeros' feet he picks up uh, a, a longsword um, and he will turn on uh, the devil next to uh, Xeros as well uh, he will make two attacks uh, he'll hit with the first one and he will hit with the second one that's an 18 uh, plus 5 and a 17 plus 5 uh, and then he will do ooh 11 and then, oh, that's the max damage I could have rolled on two attacks. Two 11 points of damage. Uh, oh, boy. Uh, which, basically, the one that you were fighting, Xeros, uh, this man comes up and completely steals the kill from you. Uh, he <laughs> runs up and with Ooh. two hacking blows, he just cuts Ooh. its head and its wings off. And you see the same thing, that as it dies, it, it explodes and turns into a fiery burst of ash. 
crash, basically, um, as it erupts. Rowling. Strahd looks into the room. <laughs> looks at Shadow healing the Vistani. Sees this young man who's now, you know, sealed his sister away. Looks at the one remaining devil he has. And then just floats backwards away Ooh. from the window. And you see him beginning to... Anybody who can glance out of the window sees him moving towards um, the rest of the village. Like, he, he's moving towards the main Ooh. central part of the village itself. Ooh. You hear loud banging coming from the door where the woman has been uh, placed in. Uh, and then Xeros, it is your turn. Okay, uh, after growling at this guy for stealing my kill, it's like an action to, uh, like, slam into someone if I was to run at them, right? Yes, yeah, it, would, it uses one of your attack actions. Right, okay, in that case, I will just um, go with an old classic, old classic greatsword. Swing that greatsword. Mm-hmm. Eleven. This one manages to just barely kind of flap its way out and kind of dodge to the side uh, as it manoeuvres past you. <laughs> be better than this guy! <laughs> uh, Jesper, you are conscious. Uh, I will grip Shadow by the arm and say, I owe you a life debt. I will repay it. Uh, and I will... I'm going to look out the window further and see what Strahd is doing. Yeah, so you move oh, over to the window. Move over to the window uh, kind quickly. Of... Yeah, it's it's partially boarded. It was just big enough for these smaller creatures to get inside, but you can see him just very calmly flying, just his cloak billowing behind him. You can almost see like a swirl of mist at his feet, uh, and he's is just he's flown basically over towards the center of the village, like ob- above it. But he is just flying that direction. He is planning something. I don't know what. Anything is she else? safe? I call. I out believe so. She's she's. There's only one way out of the the uh, out of the closet, so ah, uh, we must all retreat into the shadows, become hidden. I don't think I have enough shadows for everyone. There is still one little devil. Uh, he's just like we deal with this first. Um, have I used all my action doing all that? Talking, no, no, no. It's, yeah, just looking out the window. I'm not going to make you. In which case, <laughs> while I'm talking to them calmly, I'll be stabbing the living shit out of this devil. Sure. <laughs> uh, we must go into the <laughs> hide, everybody. Uh, so That's a mood. Run up and rip your strike with a twenty again, and six yep. piercing. And I've got two weapon Jeez. fighting. So, as a bonus I... action, you can make an attack with your dagger, which is a twenty-two and a six piercing. Wow. Yeah, you come in and uh, Xeros, kind of very similar to what just happened, doesn't quite destroy it. I keep forgetting to half the damage. Um, completely forgotten a mechanic for these things. Uh, but you watch as, <laughs> as, yeah, the Jesper kind of flies up and with two strikes manages to almost tear one of this creature's wings off. It's alive, but barely. Uh, it, it's kind of just flapping around somewhat uselessly, um, unable to really get any momentum for where it wants to go. You don't deserve um, to live Rose. on the mortal plane. Stay dead. Uh, soon. Soon eat flesh, uh, kill. I will take... <laughs> come into the room, look around, 
say there's still one left and take a shot at it. Sure. Uh, sure. I, can I move my um, bonus action? Move my little yeah, Slayer's Prey Yeah, bonus over. action. Um, Again, focusing those highly tuned seven. Monster Hunter settings. Yep, hits. Uh, and I 11 with the bow and 5 with the Slayer's Prey. You take aim, and with one arrow, it slips between Xeros and Jesper, and just it it sticks the creature to the wall, the back wall that it's currently flapping against. The arrow pins it through the chest to the wall. It lets out one sort of final... <laughs> and then it just turns to ash and dust, spinning Quickly onto the chair below it. Dart out the way, and then look in both bewilderment and impressiveness at Rose. Like, well... <laughs> Okay. Uh, I'm, wanna, I'm an um, okay shot. Yeah. I want to stomp out of the room and then go into the one that Zeke is, Zeke is in as I'm going past mm-hmm. Rose. Nice shot. And then uh, <laughs> try and wake up uh, Zeke. Yeah. Yeah, it doesn't take much. It takes like a, a some gentle shaking and, uh, well, vigorous <laughs> shaking, um, kind of like nudging and things like yeah. that. But yeah, Zeke, you kind of. You come to, not quite feeling refreshed, but yeah, feeling as if like you've just fallen asleep. You know, that kind of. You just doze off without realizing it. Vibe. Um, yeah. I just drowsy to be like, Zeros, I'm dead. Did I die? Am I dead? Zeros, what happened? We're going. We're going. What? Are you, what happened? Are you okay? What happened? What? what? Where am I? Ah! I'm hold a hand out to the. Mm-hmm. As I'm like standing All right, up. I just, I just take his hand and just drearily stand up. <laughs> Yeah, you seem to be in some sort of bedroom. Um, The two of you seem to, yeah, you seem to be in a bedroom. There's, like, hunting trophies on some of the walls. There is a rack with, like, uh, uh, some various swords and then bows and things like that and arrows. Um, A single bed, a desk. Not too much, but, yeah, there's definitely... This looks to be, like, a hunter's room, like somebody who does a lot of hunting. Uh, Those of you in the other room... um, Those of you in the other room, the young man kind of goes over to the older one and uh, is like, Father... Father, wake up! It's we're all right. We're okay. And uh, you see the older man sort of beginning to come round, um, and the, the fellow is just like, "Ah, oh, thank you, thank you, strangers. I, I don't know who you are or where you have come from. I know that you are not from around here, but thank you. Uh, my name is Ismark. This is my father, Koliana, and the woman you just saved is Irina, uh, my sister. Thank you. The devil has been trying to get her for the last few nights and." Well, this time he set those things on us. I, I thought that we were gone for. Uh, thank you. Why? Why does why does he want her? We don't know. She, he came. Uh, she began speaking of strange dreams, uh, of a man that would visit her and speak to her through her window. But we did not think much of it. And then one night, I, I, I heard him. I came bursting in and saw him at the window, reaching out for her, trying to get her to invite him in. I knew the devil as soon as I saw him, and, and, well, I wrestled her away, and he grew furious. He he then set uh, creatures made of, uh, creatures of undeath against our house, wolves, bats, and then lately those things, uh, I don't know what sort of creature they are, but they had flame and, and claws, uh, uh, like nothing I've seen before. Um, the older man is just like, they are devil. They are devils, my boy. I have heard legends of them. They are, they are creatures of night, like the devil, like he is. 
Thank you. Thank you all. You don't know. You've saved us. Does the old man look wounded? He doesn't look wounded. Um, Ismark does. Ismark has got several of these mm. spines, and you can see him bleeding. Um, but he seems pretty tough. He's kind of, he's you know, struggling through it. But the old okay. man just looks, he does look exhausted and stressed. Like, he, he's pale. You can see that his eyes are all bloodshot. You don't think he's slept in days. Um, he looks battered. He, he looks on the verge of breaking. Um, but yeah, Xeros and Ziki, do you guys regroup with everyone else? Yeah, I think um, yeah. as he's saying, you're all saved. Can I push past him, say, you're not saved yet, and look through the window for Strahd? None, none of us are saved here, my good uh, dragon. Dragons that walk on two legs like men. You truly are strangers to this land. Um, as you say that, Tom, and you look out, Xeros, you get the best view of this. You and Jesper both kind of watching to see what Strahd does. You see flame. An eruption of fire and smoke in mid-air. As whatever form he had before, Strahd now becomes a swirling mass of black fog and smoke and a giant visage of his face looms over the town people of Barovia hear me speak as your lord and master my great work calls me away from claiming what is mine so listen well if the burgomaster's daughter Irina is not brought to my castle in three days time I will unleash a suffering onto this village, the likes of which you have never known. Three days to bring me the girl, or my wrath shall fall upon you as fire and death. And as it does, the mist coalesces into a single point and erupts once more into a storm of bats flying up towards the shadowy castle looking over the village. Oh, no. <laughs> I would like to exit Ooh. this campaign, Mark. Um, nope. Yes. Nope. <laughs> I'm just going to walk You see... Nope, 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 You see Ismark and his father, Koliana, there. I mean, if they could get more pale, they do. Their eyes are wide. They look at each other with a glance. They look at you. They look to the window, and they seem speechless for the, for the moment. You hear, like, a banging, like a coming from the door just like what brother what is going on what what is happening out there I, I feel so strange the dreams he came to me in my dreams again I think what did you put me in here bang 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 it is oh. is that Irina yes yes that is Irina I'm not sure if she is fully to, to her senses but he kind of looks at you all. Strangers, I... I know that this is much to ask, but... Will... Will you help us more? I, I must take Irina away from this place. We must get out of Barovia tonight, if we can. The people will not... The people will not show us any mercy, if the devil has commanded them to do this. They will... They will no doubt be gathering now in mobs to come here. Please, I, 
I I will help you. I will help fight. I've trained all of my life to kill the devil. To free my people, to free our land. I, I will come and fight with you. But please, take my sister. We, there must be somewhere we can go. There is a town to the, to the west. It has walls, and the people there have always fought against the devil. Perhaps there we can be safe. This is madness. You don't understand. You can't fight Strahd. He can kill he us all with be... a blink of his eye. No, no, that is superstition, Vistani, my friend, Vistani friend. He is powerful, yes, he has magic, but you see him now. He could not enter this building without permission. He must use his servants to do this bidding for him. The town to the, the west, uh, Valaki, I, I'm sure that the people there, or perhaps your people, the Vistani, they could take Irina away, they could take her out of the mists, yes? Don't you take her to my people. Don't you bring his wrath upon them. His wrath is already here. He has blighted our land for generations, for centuries. We are just cattle, pieces of a game to him. He will always rule over us. Whatever suffering he inflicts upon Barovia, he inflicts it just by his mere presence. He is ruining this land. We must do something. If he wants Irina, it must be for a reason. And if we can deny him that, maybe there is maybe there is something special about her. Something that we can use to fight him. I kind of look uh, uh, for Please. any sign of uh, motivation from the rest of the people in this room. Because <laughs> I'm at a loss. The, the father, the older man, looks at you with kind of shaking hands. He's like, I will give you whatever wealth I have. I have coins... A magic thing that I, I could give you as payment. You're you're kind. They are, they are. You, you do things for for money. I think some of you have come to Barovia before. I will give you everything I have. Just please, do not let the devil take my daughter. Irina, what say you? Why do you find this man fascinating? I'll, so you go up to the door. Yeah, yeah. Well, I guess like, you know, I'll yeah, I'll probably whisper it. I don't know, say it through a crack yeah, or something like that. Clawing under the door. Ziki's next to you. Yeah. Yeah, Ziki's next to you. I'll claw under the door you. with my little claw, you know, like cats do. <laughs> <laughs> she um, she doesn't seem to be able to fully hear. She's just like, I, I can only hear some of it. The, the, the door is quite thick. And she, you know, it's kind of muffled, kind of coming through like this. Um, and she must be pressed up right against it, like. Who who are you? Who who is there? Is Mark father? Who are these people? What what is happening? I think the I'll decision move. has to be with her. Yeah. We can try I'll, and I'll help. Maybe maybe if we if we take her away, do you think that we would have a better chance of lifting whatever curse is over this land? I I don't know, uh, good lady. The Vistana, they know the devil better than anyone, and he kind of looks at Jasper. Uh, but I don't know. I, I know that many people have tried to fight against him before. Adventurers like yourselves and people, saints and holy men. They have all been destroyed. I've been training my whole life, but I know that on my own it will not be enough. There must be something... He must fear something. He claims to be a god, but I know that he is not. He cannot be. There's no... And he kind of looks dejected. He's like, I, I don't know. Uh, 
Zeke, what are you doing at this point, by the way? Um, I suppose well, she's, kind of she's still quite everything. dreary, mm. so she's just like trying to make head and tails of what's going on. She's just like, mm-hmm. what is happening right now? <laughs> I've got like, she's got like sure. no idea. Okay. Uh, did you say you were trying to do something, Shadow? I think just before. I think I w- I would start opening the door. Yeah, there's like nervous looks, but nobody stops you doing it. You kind of open the door, um, and uh, yeah, you see before you a very, very beautiful uh, woman. Let me, I've got, uh, I can show you what she looks like. Uh, mm. I think I can, anyway. Uh, I've got to find her <laughs> in my list of stuff uh, that I've got. <laughs> uh, oh, glad to you was Marisette again. Oh, wow, wow, wow. <laughs> no wonder Strad wants so, her. She doesn't have any armor and she doesn't have a weapon. She's kind of wearing like a thin night dress, like a white kind of long night dress. Um, she has like dark, dark skin, um, brown hair, quite long. Um, she looks a little bit dazed, a little bit at not quite there. Um, you can see, I'd say, Shadow, you kind of notice that there are very faint marks on her neck. Um, like two little pinpricks uh, along her neck um, but she looks more a little weak perhaps a little anemic almost like her skin mm. is, is quite pale um, and she kind of blinks a little bit as she looks at you for the first time what uh, what are you uh, who are you my apologies uh, who are these people father Ismark what is happening can I um take a claw and not not a claw but like you know like mm-hmm. just kind of gently sort of angle her neck to look and yeah, is there she... like sorry given her like given my like my knowledge of medicine and, and things like that mm-hmm. can I make some sort of medicine check to see like why she's pale and anemic like I don't know I mean yeah you don't need to make a check for that normally blood loss mm-hmm. will do that to a person yeah. Um, and yeah, these look like they look quite old, like maybe three or four days old. So they've started mm-hmm. healing and, and scarring and scabbing. Um, but yeah, they look like two two incisor marks on on the neck. Um, and yeah, it's probably blood loss. She's probably lost a mm-hmm. lot of blood recently. Um, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Do I recognise her face? Anything about vampires? Like our characters? <sighs> There's something. Yeah, we, yes, we, we know they... <sighs> Okay. Well, I mean, some people. I might. think Rose uh, will. I think Rose absolutely would know. <laughs> um, uh, but we'll get to that in a minute because Jesper, as you're looking at her face, there is, you know, you've never met this woman before, but yet you still know her face. There's something timeless about it, like a woman you've heard described in stories too many times around a campfire. She's beautiful but also strong, and she carries a grace, a nobility that most Barovians don't really have. There is something oddly familiar about her, even though you know you've never, ever met this person before. Um, yeah, Rose. Um, I mean, right now, like, Shadow is kind of looking at them. You, you haven't seen the marks on the neck. Only Shadow has at the moment. Um, but yeah, she kind of looks around and sort of Arena blinks and takes you all in for a moment. Strangers, what are you doing? Was that... I, I heard a man's voice just now. And she, her expression goes dark, and she kind of looks horrified. It was him, wasn't it? 
the devil came to me again. He he came. Ah! And she kind of like slams her fist on the on the door frame. Um, Ismark kind of like tries to brush you aside. It's like it's okay, Arin. It's okay. These people helped us. They managed to stop him again. We won't let him take you. We we won't. Um, and you can see her hands are kind of shaking and trembling. I don't know how he gets into my head, Ismark. He speaks in a voice, and his eyes they glow and. And then I just, I, it's like I can't resist him. I, I don't want to. I, I don't want to go with him. I, but I can't help it. I didn't. You're hurt. And she seems to notice his wounds for the first time. You got hurt defending me again. It's all right, Irina. It's okay. It's all right. We'll figure this out. We'll figure this out. Um, and there's this moment of stillness comes across the room. Um, I walk slowly towards Irina. Uh-huh. You. Who, who are you? I am, uh, I, I, I am Irina, daughter of the Burgomaster. Uh, I turn to the, the man. You... Who is she? Uh, Ismark is just like, what are you asking, Vistani? She is my sister. We've grown up. She is my little sister. I don't know what you're asking. Why you? Why did he pick you? I don't you? know. He speaks as if uh, he speaks to me like a lover would. Uh, I don't know. Perhaps he is uh, is attracted to me. I guess. I don't know. I don't know. And she kind of looks at you sternly. I'm no servant of the devil, unlike you, Vistani. Hold on a second. No, don't you go oh. making accusatory things at Vistani. We know what you're. Your people are the ones who bring unfortunate fellows like these ones here. We've seen it before. You bring them, uh, they, and he kills them. That Just because be you are some. special. Don't accuse us all of the same. We are not all like that. Like this I'm one sure just some... saved your life. Thank you, uh, big, big dragon man. Two legs. Amazing. Ismark puts a hand on Irina's shoulder. It's true. He did. And I, know that, I know that. I know that they upset you. No, but she is upset, my friend. She is upset and distraught. Please forgive her for her brashness. It's something that father and I have always had to deal with. She's headstrong. I understand. Well, let me frustrate you further, Irina. I wish to take you to my superior. She knows a lot. She is very wise. And she should read you in your destiny. It is important. Ismark looks at you. So you'll take her away from here. From the people. Before they can get their hands on her. There is something about you, Arena, that that fills me with something. I don't know. It's It's deep. And it's woven into my history, my past. Vistani talk of it. You seem familiar. I don't know. There's something. Maybe the cards will know more. I don't know what you speak of, Vistani, but if it takes me away from the devil, I will go. If Ismark and father come with us. And you see the older man kind of steps forward. He's like, no, no, Irina. Ismark will go with you, but the people of Borovia, they are coming here. I will need to do something to keep them... To stop them chasing after you. 
he kind of looks around at all of you, the gathered strangers. I don't know why you are here, strangers from another world. But you have come to a dark and terrible place. I would not have requested your aid before tonight. This is a dead land, a place of misery and death. But there is some life here. It was beautiful once. Our ancestors tell us of the great place it once was. I beg you. You have been brought here for a reason. Perhaps the Morning Lord or Mother Night has brought you here to help us. Take Irina. Safe and keep her safe. And I will do everything I can to to stop them coming after you. And and come, come. And he kind of goes out of the room. Uh, he doesn't wait for you to follow, so if you stay in the room, he shortly returns. But if you do follow, if any of you follow him, uh, he goes into his own bedroom um, and lifts up a bearskin rug and a small trapdoor hidden underneath it. And he begins pulling out a chest uh, and carries it back into the room. This... This is everything I can I can provide. It is not much, but please take it, uh. friends. Uh, we have only just met, but something speaks to me that maybe this is why Madame Eva sent what? me to your land and brought us together. Maybe maybe this is the start, the first thread, so to speak. If we can save this woman from Strad, then... you see, as Rose, when you say his name, everybody except you guys winces. They're just like, "Do not speak his name." Even Jesper. Uh, I don't know. It's up to Jesper whether Jesper winces. But the Bar- mm. the three Barovians, like, it's physical. When you say his name, they like pull into themselves and they like look around they like check their shadows just mentioning his name puts them on edge I just remember being blighted and that does make me wince <laughs> if we can save Arena from him then that will that will be worth my time alone I don't know who you are but thank you And I don't believe that he's not killable. Everything has a weakness. We'll find what it is and we'll deal with it. Ismark looks at you and just nods and you can see him like nodding your direction like, yes, somebody who thinks that, yeah, he's like, I'm glad that you are willing to help us, my lady. It is, I'm glad to know I'm not the only, well, I guess to some maybe we are the insane ones, but as far as I'm considered... We're the only ones thinking straight. Everything crosses to the fugue plane eventually. I shall help too. Thank you. Strange. Strange fellows. But I'm glad for your company. And what of you, the dragons who walk like men? I know that this is... Perhaps you do not have any say in this, but... I've seen this one and he points at Zeros. A great fighter, it seems. I would be glad for your sword at our side. Just look at Zeki. Well, every story has an ending, even even scary ones. I guess it's time we put an end to this one. 
Then I will join her. Thank you. Uh, as as this is happening, you do begin to hear the sound of many boots marching. Not marching in a military procession, but a large group of people making their way towards the mansion. When you glance out the window, you can see that a crowd of... I don't know, let's say... Um, about 12 of them and then yeah about 22 humans um, all different Barovians you can see the three Vistani from the inn um, that you had stayed in have joined them one of them looks about he looks he must be about 6 foot tall rippling muscles maybe looks like a, a smith's a young smith or something like that these, these very taut muscles um, carrying a big heavy hammer and the group of them are, are marching on the mansion, and you see a small group peel off and begin making their way down a side street. Uh, as and they're bearing torches, and they've got clubs and all sorts of like butcher knives and and pans, anything that they can grab, basically. Um, and they are making their way down towards the mansion. We got ourselves a good old-fashioned mob. Yes, there is something of a mob is approaching. Um, down to yes, but we're we're gonna need to know where we need to take Arena. We don't know the way. What is the safest way out of this town without the whole people knowing? I I, I have some stables around the back with a few horses, but I mean to get back on the main road, you need to go down into the main square and then head off uh, past the river and then down towards the the crossroads. Um. To take, to take any other route is even more dangerous. You do not want to travel the Svalic woods at night. The wolves and the, there are other dark things in the woods. And he points at Jasper like, I'm sure you know. You cannot travel through the woods without greater harm. Perhaps yes. there is something we can do. A distraction, maybe. Uh, lure them away or something. Okay. Can we? Have you got anything that we can disguise Arena with? conceal her, make her less recognizable, just for the time being. We have some clothes. Irina is just like, what is happening? Why Why? Why is there a mob? Why must we leave? What is... What do they want? There's not really a way to sugarcoat this. They want you, Irina, and we need to get you away from here. Uh, okay. I... I uh, well... Uh, I have other clothes. I have some traveling clothes and things like that, and, and um, my armor that Ismark bought me, but I don't think we really have anything like disguises. We have some cloaks and some hoods. Um, please. Those will do. Please Time put your armor on. Is Okay. Of oh, the oh very well. Go uh, now. She rushes off into the closet that she was previously in, and you can see her opening things and pulling, like, uh, clothes and, uh, and a piece of scale mail armor out. Um... And Ismark is like, I will go and fetch my own things. And he goes into his room and begins gathering up various pieces of equipment, um, a round shield, um, a shorter sword, a bow, um, torches, and a backpack and things like that. Um, the older man is the only one kind of left with you. He's just like, uh, there are two horses at the back in my stables, but uh, apart from that, uh, I don't know what else we can do. Uh, they, uh, if they're gathered outside, they will see you see you coming or leaving uh, 
I'm afraid I don't... Uh, do you, what can you recommend? Is there anything I can do to help? <sighs> I could try and ward them off. If you have the them. power to do so, there is quite a lot of them. Dragonborn, and I'm looking at Zeros. Could I use you for a bit of theater? I can't act. I just need you to look menacing. Perfect. I can act. <laughs> Let us go outside to meet this mob, then. Keep Zeke safe. And I'll head down with them. Mm-hmm, yeah, okay. I'll go down. Zeke, what do you do? I guess do? they're coming to the front. Um, yeah, you I'd, see, I'd you see come. The, the major group. <laughs> okay. So Zeke just kind of follows behind them. Um, right, the rest How of us. How far away are the mob? So, I mean, they're they're pretty much gathering in front of the... There's a large iron fence that surrounds this mansion with gates that then lead up to the main door. Um, and they're pretty much gathered at the uh, at the iron fencing, like the actual entrance into the mansion's estate. Um, like I said, you did see a small number of them kind of peel off, and you don't know where they've gone. There was probably about um, six or seven of them went off to the side. Um... But yeah, you make your way downstairs. Um, the front door is still somewhat barricaded and barred um, from where the zombies were trying to get in. One zombie is still there, just like... <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> pounding away. Um, but the, the mob with its tall... <laughs> yeah, it's sure. Like, oh, yeah, you guys just like, <laughs> like strike it through, it goes in its brain, knocks it dead. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and yeah... If you want to open the doors, you can do, but yeah, to otherwise you'll kind of have to like look out the window and speak to them from there. Um, There's a single the exit barrier, ground floor out of this place. There is a back door. There's a back door that goes out to the back of the house, um, and then there is a front door, uh, which goes out onto the, the main pathway that then leads into the, the village itself. Um, but there is like a kitchen back door, which has Those also been you... barricaded. Okay. Uh, like from the inside, though, it's... That wants to face the mob and distract them. We'll see you at the stables. We're taking the back door. Be quick, Agreed. be swift. The mob is slow in a group, so be faster than them. Hmm. So, remind me, time. who's going to the front door? So, Shadow and, and Zeros, is Zeki gonna mm-hmm. bottle after them? <laughs> I was like tail behind them, yeah, just like just in sort case like something s- happens. Slowly, okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So Rose, yep. Jesper, Ismark, and Irina will be the ones going to the back. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, those um, of you who I go to the time... front, go on. Sorry, do I have time to turn to Zeki as we go down and just be like, mm-hmm. "What can you do? Can you make illusion? Can you do light? I can cause a a." a blinding spectrum of light to cause blindness dazzle them perfect maybe we won't need quite the blindness but just let's see okay and then yeah can we just like position ourselves outside the door yeah so you begin you kind of have to manually move some of the barricade that would previously been constructed and then you open these big heavy oak wooden doors uh, the front doors to this mansion 
Um, you open them up and you step outside and gathered, you can see that almost forming like a line um, in front of the, the fence itself are dozens of dour-faced Barovians. Some of them bear the same soulless expression as you saw in the bartender at the inn you briefly stopped by. Um, hmm. Others have looks of anger and fear um, mixed with a zealot kind of energy. Um, and there are three... Well, there's there's three individuals who seem to be doing most of the talking and they're kind of whispering and, and speaking to everybody as you guys make their way outside. Um, Koliana, the old man, uh, Irina's father, comes with you, by the way, Shadow. He comes with you, Zeros, and Ziki. Um, mm-hmm. And as you begin stepping outside, one of them, uh, one of the mob calls out. He's quite a tall, handsome, um, older man, probably in his sort of like 40s or 50s. His hair is salt and pepper, uh, kind of slicked back, um, wears quite rich-looking clothing. Um, and next to him are uh, Alenka, the Vistani innkeeper who invited you in when you first arrived in the village, um, and his wife. The, the two of them are, are next to next to this this other man. Behind the three of them is this six foot, probably six foot four, rippling muscled young man. But his face, he has like a very heavy set brow. Uh, his mouth is kind of hanging open, and there's a bit of drool coming out of it. But he's holding a giant hammer. Uh, and he's just kind of oh, cool. looking behind them. Um, the well-dressed man kind of like holds his hands up. Is that you, Koliana? I was hoping that you would come out to speak with us. You heard the devil's proclamation. It is not fair. One girl for the suffering of so many. Give her to us, Koliana. You are our burgomaster. It is your job to protect our village. Irina, he does not want to hurt her. You, you, you can tell that. He would take her if he wanted to do that. Give us the girl. Protect your people. Uh, Koliana kind of stands awkwardly next to the group of you. Doesn't, doesn't address the man, just kind of looks at you waiting to see what you guys do can i light some incense um so i imagine i would have like kind of one of those what they, what do they call it i get like um a, it's like Sensia. one of those swinging yeah, chain. That you swing yeah, yeah so i'm gonna start preparing that and just swinging it around and just muttering under my breath like you know nothing in particular okay. just like you know, start to the show and just, yeah. And I'm going to start kind mm-hmm. of like, you know, walking around, just being a bit strange and in my own world okay. and just swinging when, this. And... When you start doing that, the uh, the crowd does kind of murmur and whisper and the, the well-spoken man is just like, Who are these strangers? Are they the ones to blame for upsetting our lord? Who is this cat that walks like a man and a dragon? What are these creatures that you have brought, Kalyana? They will not protect you from us or from the devil. Give us the girl. It is the only way. And then the crowd begins. Those of those of the crowd who still have souls kind of join in like, Give us the girl, Kalyana. Give her to us. It is the only way. Why should we suffer? She can save us all. Why are you being selfish? I'm going to draw my sword and start stomping towards them. <laughs> okay, they and- all like quickly snatch up weapon 
Um, you see the well-dressed man steps back and just pushes the giant man with the hammer forward, who's like, <laughs> We do protect him. We also protect the girl. If any of you come one step closer, I will start taking heads, starting with his. I point at the big guy. Damn. Cool. Uh, on, I'll, I'll just like, on hearing that, I'll kind of raise an eyebrow. I didn't want to ramp up that fast, but um, I'll be like, <laughs> I suggest you listen to my grumpy dragon friend. He is blessed by light. And this place is in dire need of that. And on saying that, I will cast mm -hmm. light on uh, Xeros's greatsword that he's wielding. So it mm -hmm. kind of essentially just lights up um, and illuminates. Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, yeah. um, in that case, uh, Xeros, make an intimidate check with advantage because Shadow is helping you out and is, is providing some theatrics. Um, I'm also going to roll something for myself. Ooh. Uh, so, uh, so, so you kind of bellow out to everybody, and you can see that several, like most of the villagers, are cowed by this. You can see them kind of like <gasps> they startle back, clutching rolling pins and and pitchforks and torches. Um, a few, but quite a number of them, they look maybe like they're used to tracking, like in the woods, or they're hunters. A few of them have got bows or like big meat cleavers or wood cutting axes, and they just kind of set their jaws and they growl and snarl as they kind of see you. We are not frightened by the likes of you and your sorcery tricks. You're just another stranger. These are our lands. This is our land. We'll fight to protect it. And you see the Vistani and the uh, well-dressed men kind of begin encouraging this. They're like, yes, yes, you're right, my friends. We do not listen to these sorcerers. They are the ones who have upset our lord. They are the ones who bring misery down upon us. If we take them together, we can dispatch them. Perhaps he will even reward us. And they begin like, yeah, and it begins kind of riling them up again. Um, seemingly your threats now falling on deaf ears against them. Yes, Jesper. While this is happening, can I yes. say... Let us not waste the time they have given us. Let us escape through the yeah. back door while they are distracted. Yeah, absolutely. You, uh, you, Rose, Ismark, and Irina begin making your way out the back, um, through the back door. When you step outside, kind of pulling all of these makeshift barricades out of the way, you open the door and it leads to a small path that leads to an iron gate and then a, an outdoor stables. Um, outside the back gate, the group that had split off from the mob before is now waiting by the stables. Um, it appears to be about seven people, individuals. Um, most of them look like villagers with rudimentary crude weapons, clubs and torches, that sort of things. But at least two of them look quite vicious. Maybe like wolf hunters or something like that, or like, you know, houndskeepers. Um, they have like these very nasty looking short hatchets. Um, and then the other one is the daughter of the Vistani that you, you met earlier who's kind of sat with them. She's kind of just sat on a short wall, kind of picking her fingernails, looking in your direction. Um, it does not need to go this way, friends. Please, allow us to leave. Brother, you are right. It does not need to go this way. Why are you getting involved with these people? Just hand over the girl. It's the easiest way. We don't want to upset our lord. How could you say that? How could you give such a person to him? 
You know what he would do. Do you think that it has not happened before, brother? The reason that we are favored by him, the reason that we are given permission to leave, is because we do what he asks. We do not want to upset that balance. Even... Even precious Madame Ava knows when to bow to the Dark Lord. Don't you bring her into this. You are making a mistake. And she kind of... You can see that she's got like a long... Almost looks like a thin stiletto knife that she's twirling around her fingers that she's no. picking her nails with. I believe you have made the mistake. And I'm going to dash at her and come swinging. Oh. Okay, well, yeah, that's a surprise round for sure, because <laughs> I don't think she was expecting escalation. So yeah, go ahead and make your attacks with advantage. Okay, I will do... Boop. Boop. 19. Uh, that will definitely hit her, yeah, for sure. 11 piercing, okay. and I get a bonus <laughs> action dagger. Uh, yes, you do. 23 to hit. You rush in, and with two strikes, um, you just cut into this girl. One kind of catches her across the shoulder, and then the dagger blade cuts across her arm. She yelps, and completely taken by surprise as you clash in. Uh, I guess Rose, Ismark, and Irina will need to roll initiative, uh, <laughs> uh, whilst the rest of the crew out the front... So we'll come back to you guys in a minute. Uh, the rest of the crew at the front... Um, what do you guys do? Like, the, the initial kind of intimidation... Um, seemingly, it seems that these leaders, the kind of the more vicious members, are the ones keeping this mob together. What do you guys do? Can I uh, start to appeal to them? I'm going to wait to hear what Tom and Ree want to do as well, but I would like to say something, I guess, uh, hopefully before they kick off or don't kick off. Um, I guess you're talking so, then. <laughs> yeah? I guess you're talking you, then, because it sounds like the dragon dragons ain't doing yeah, nothing. Yeah, go for it. Okay. So I guess leading on from what they said, I'll open my arms out, still kind of swinging my uh, censure, and just say, You want to attack the ones who just scared your Dark Lord away from this place. You okay. want to attack us. Now, I can sense you are angry. I can sense you are scared. My mistress is one of darkness and loss, and I can sense that this place has experienced much loss. Do not make that more. We will deal with this. Perhaps if you turned your violence outwards and not in on your own people, you would be strong enough. Uh, there is a, a kind of silence for a long moment, and then there is just a kind of laugh. Kind of... <laughs> you think you scared him away. He retreated because he knows he does not need to deal with you. If he wanted you dead, little cat, you would be nothing more than ash and dust upon the ground. He is giving because us a chance to prove ourselves loyal. He you is may using think you know much. You. Of he course. is using you to do his work. For what? To sacrifice a young woman? Yes. If sacrificing a young woman ensures the rest of us are safe, why would we not? 
And to say that he is using us, he is using us in the way that the farmer uses his cows. We have no way of challenging him. We live only because he allows it. You are a foreigner and a stranger. You do not understand our land and do not pretend to otherwise. Come, my brothers and sisters. Let us take Irina. If they will not give us Irina, we'll take her by force. And then there is a general kind of murmuring and shout. I mean, you can make a persuasion check, um, but it's going to be at disadvantage. Okay. Because the things you're saying are not going to have as much impact on the people of Barovia, sadly. Uh, that's one. Mm-hmm. So first roll is an 18, second roll is a 16. Second roll is 16. So I think that the most of the commoners are cowed enough by what you've said and Xeros's intimidation that they don't really seem to be acting. They're just kind of hanging back. Um, but there's definitely the the meaner-looking members of the mob are still dedicated to their cause. They're not gonna. They're not gonna move. But the the commoners and the kind of like average folk don't look like they're gonna get involved. Um, and you see the large uh, burly man begin stepping up to the gates, and he begins trying to like force them open. Basically, you can see him like trying to like bend the the bars and the locks to give them uh, space to move through. Um, going back to the other group, I guess uh, Rose, did you roll an initiative? Um. Yeah, it was eight. Let me roll back a bit. Sorry. Seven. Seven. In fact, actually, it probably makes sense for everybody to roll initiative at this point. So, yes, but what did you get, by the way? Twelve? Twelve. I think it makes sense if everybody rolls initiative now. Okay. Okay. Yes. Would I have Would I have gotten time to react while yes for charged? <laughs> No, because he that was like okay. his surprise round was like him doing something like off off the cuff basically. Uh Shadow got a seven, Zeke got a three. Poor Zeke. Straight up three. Uh, straight up three. <laughs> um so those of you who are out the front, you're not necessarily in combat already, but you can you can sense that yeah, these people don't look like they're willing to listen to reason at this point. Um they don't seem particularly convinced that you are more of a threat than Strahd is, or that saving Irina is worth putting themselves at risk. Um, and they're trying to get over the fence. Is there anything you'd like to do? There's probably about, I'd say, ten, ten people who look like they're gonna come over the walls, plus the large man. Are they well armoured? Are they well armed? So they have like leather leather jackets and jerkins. They've got hatchets and long knives. These these look like pretty rough, outdoorsy types, like woodsmen and woodswomen. Um, a couple of them have like large two-handed axes. Um, you're not sure how well trained they are, but they definitely look more dangerous than common villagers. <laughs> Keep on stomping forward. <laughs> okay. Uh, so, I mean, if you go continue going forward, you're going to be at the gates where they're currently trying to get through and storm over. Uh, wait, do I have an action first? You can do it. Mean, it's your turn. You can do what you want. But I'm just saying, one thirty feet will get you to the gates. Well, uh, I'll do a hold thing. If someone someone goes for me, I'll attack that. Okay. All right. Sure. Uh, right. Okay. 
So, uh, the first wave of thugs um, at the front and the back begin to kind of surge over. Some of them start trying to climb up over the fence. Um, some of them are trying to help the, the big man kind of break the gates open. Um, it basically takes their whole turn to do that. They're not going to get to attack or anything like that. But by the time they're finished, about five of them have climbed over the gates um, and the rest have managed to help the larger man break the gates open and, and open them up so that the rest can charge through. Um, they are just, yeah, they, they look directly towards you with a very murderous intent. Um, the ones at the back, there are two at the back. Um, after seeing you strike at their Vistani comrade, uh, they are going to try and turn on Jesper, I believe. Um, so he's going to swing with what appears to be like a, a kind of studded billy club. Uh, towards you, Jesper, uh, for 21. Jeez. Yeah. Uh, and then the second attack, however, will only be a 12. No, that won't hit. All right, so you take five bludgeoning damage as the first blow kind of swings in, and this, this studded billy club kind of smacks you across the face, but then you manage to leap back and parry as the second blow comes swinging in. Um, the other one, probably... The other one's going to pull out, like, actually, he'll pull out, like, a crossbow, and he'll aim it in Rose's direction, seeing that she has a ranged weapon, and he'll try and take a shot at her uh, for a I 19 to hit. I know. <laughs> yeah. That'll hit. What five, bitch? Five, point, five points of piercing damage as he, like, thuds uh, as the arrow scrapes across your thigh, uh, scraping and drawing a thick line of blood. Um, they finish their go. After they're done, Kolyana, the older man... Uh, with you guys at the front so we kind of got like split scenes jumping to and fro uh, cinematically Kolyanes just looks at Shadow and, and Zeke and is like you must run uh, join your friends there's no way that you can fight them all off and these people haven't done anything wrong they're just scared just go go and he snatches up a torch from like out of his pack and he lights it um, and he turns back towards the house uh, with the torch um Will you be safe? I will slow them down. You must leave. Go, go. Get my daughter to safety. Take her away. Protect her from the devil. Please. Um, Rose, we jump back to you as he does that. Sorry, Jesper, actually. Uh, so we jump back to the back where, Jesper, you've just been smacked in the face. You turn around. You've got one of these thugs and the other Vistani woman right in front of you. Uh, I'm going to shout to the people that aren't engaged in the battle, like Irina, etc. Mm -hmm. Please, I mean, yeah, run. his mark is pulling his sword out. <laughs> He's like, shing! <laughs> run, I can get away. Just run. And I turn to he, like, the, nods. the girl in front of me. Um, uh -huh. See what Strad is doing to us. Let us not let this end in more death. Let us go. Strad, you are the one who is defying him. As you guys, yeah, your blades cross. Uh, cool. Uh, okay. Um, in which case, I'm going to use my mobile feet, mm -hmm. which means I can make a melee attack and then get away from them without any opportunity attacks. Sure. Okay. So Ooh. I'm going to do one without the intent to kill anybody. So mm -hmm. I will so attack... do non-lethal damage. I will attack the guy that just hit me. Um, okay. Non-lethal damage, possible. Which is a 15. Uh, to hit him, yeah, that'll hit him. He doesn't appear to be really wearing any armor. Um, he's just got like a leather jacket on, basically. Uh, and yeah, I will just kind of flourish away and start running back to the rest of the group. 
Yeah, so you kind of slap him with the um, the flat end, like the flat side of the rapier, kind of like slap him across the head, and his eyes kind of ring for a moment as he looks around. Um, and then, what you're going to kind of dash away? Uh, are you dashing away like down the street, or are you going to try and run towards the horses and the stables? I'm running, kind of, and goading everyone to follow me to mm-hmm. escape this town. Okay. All right, Rose. Ignoring the fact that I just got shot, um, I don't want to kill them, so I'm gonna um, run towards the stable where okay. the horses are. How many horses are there? Are there two? Did you say? Uh, there are or... two horses. Yeah, so they can carry two people each. Okay, so um, how far then... is it to get there? Can I dash uh, you, and get you, there? No, I'm, yeah, you can just get. If you dash, you'll get there. Easy. Okay. Um, can I? Uh, untie the horses um, mm-hmm. probably yep. I don't know how can I drag Arena with me and still get um, there? She will follow you on her turn so yes effectively like she'll just take her movement with you now. Yeah I want to um, basically take okay. both of those guys and just get them towards the horses and I want to make okay. sure that she gets on a horse with her brother and okay. then um, I'll get on the other one. Okay, um, sure. Uh, so Ismark, Ismark will go with you. He looks a bit more like he wants to fight, but he'll he'll look after his sister mainly. Uh, as you make your way for the the stables, yeah, you can see two two horses. Neither of them have their saddles, but Ismark and Irina don't seem to be that bothered. They kind of start just kind of getting up on the horses to ride it anyway. Um, it will make it more difficult for anybody else who, if you get caught in like a chase, riding it without a saddle will make it harder. But putting a saddle on is going to take time, which you don't really have right now. Um, you also, as a reminder, yes, but your wagon is currently, you had a wagon with some horses as well, but it's just currently at the back of the inn, which is just down the road from here. Um, so you can always dash to make it to your wagon as well. He's making a very confused looking face, so I'm just going to assume that he heard that. <laughs> uh, um, yeah, lot. but yeah, Rose, you, you get to the horses, you untie them, and Jeb, you can help them, uh, you can help Irina and Ismark up onto one of the horses. Uh, no problem. Um, chasing after uh, Jesper comes Mirabelle, the Vistani, um, who is just kind of lashing out at him in a, in a kind of frenzied rage at this point. Um that is going to be a 11 to hit you, Jesper. No. Uh, followed by a 14 to hit you. My armor class is 14. That will hit you on the, the second attack. So the first one you managed to parry with the rapier, but then uh, she kind of drops the stiletto, grabs it in the other hand, and kind of jams it into your side, causing five points of piercing damage. Um, it just kind of cuts you along the side, but it's enough to kind of wince and, and wound you a little bit. Um and then she'll use her bonus action to disengage, uh, to, oh, no, she can't disengage and move. So she'll just basically stay locked in combat with you for the time being and just kind of say, like, quickly, get over here. Help me deal with him. We can grab the girl later. Uh, but you can see the other thugs are eyeing up Irina, not really listening to her um, as they do that. Um, the All of the common folk that were around seem completely bewildered and don't seem to be taking any aggressive actions, um, either through the threats of uh, what Xeros and Shadow have said, or at the back, the kind of words that Jesper said. They don't seem to be particularly motivated to fight either side. They're just kind of avoiding it, looking panicked and scared. 
um, and they just kind of shuffle around. Zeke, what do you do? Um, so you can see Zeros is kind of stood in front of the gate, but the old man is like, you must go! Um, so I'm going to move up to Zeros and mm-hmm. just like motion to him to say, come, we need to leave, we need to go now. And then I'm going to cast uh, Color Spray towards the crowd that are coming oh, to- in our cool. direction. Yeah, sure. So what do, um, do I have to do for that? So describe a So uh, a dazzling array of flashing colored light springs from your hand. Uh, you roll 6d10 or I roll 6d10. The total is how many mm-hmm. hit points of creatures the spell can affect. Creatures in a 15-foot cone originating from you affected in the ascending order of their current hit points. Um, okay. Ignoring unconscious creatures. All that stuff. There's no saves or anything to make. Okay. All right. Perfect. Okay. So just roll 6d10. And then tell me the total. D10. Five and one. So that's 25 in total. Okay. I imagine it like she's like dipping. Oh, sorry. Go on. No, you describe it. Yeah. I was imagining because she she carries like painting supplies by her hips and belts and stuff. And I imagine Mm -hmm. she like reaches into a bag and like pulls out um, and just dips her three fingers into red, blue, and no, red, yellow, and blue pigments. And then she just Mm -hmm. blows Mm -hmm. on them on this like powder pigment and it flows out. It becomes like a oh, spectrum. Amazing. Perfect. So you watch as this dazzling, dazzling cone of light um, engulfs, and it engulfs several of these hunters um, and quite a lot of the common folk behind them. Uh, the large man kind of shields his eyes, and you can hear him kind of grunt like, no, uh, as the light washes over him. He seems unaffected. Um, a couple of the hunters kind of like clutch their eyes. They're like, I, I can't see. What has she done? The dragon witch! Kill her! Kill her! And they're kind of like squinting around, but there's still quite a few of them who, um, the the spell washes over them, but doesn't quite have the blinding effect as you hoped, but it's enough to slow them down temporarily, um, if nothing else, as they try and help their companions. Um, several of them kind of stumble in the way of others who are running towards you, knocking them off balance, um, kind of sowing chaos amongst them, basically. Uh, Xeros, what are you going to do? Um... I guess I am. If if, uh, if if Zeke is leaving, then I will follow. I think that's pretty much the uh, approach I'm going to take. And, and they haven't okay. attacked us yet, so I'm not going to fight that. Okay, so I'm going to drop us out of initiative because I think what's going to happen here is you guys begin rushing your way back through the house. Kolyana waits until you've all rushed in past him and are heading out the back door and you see him slam the big heavy door, and then all the discarded barricade that you'd moved out the way, he begins lighting it with the torch, um, and he just begins setting fire to it. And you can see his eyes are streaming with tears as he does it, and he's kind of muttering something to it under his breath. He's like, Anastasia, I'm sorry, I'm sorry! As the flames begin spreading, and he kind of looks at his house beginning to burn. Um... And you can hear the, the cries of the people outside, like, trying to bash on the door. But he's holding it shut as the fire is spreading around him. And he's just kind of holding the door back. He's like... He calls out once more. He's just like, take Irina somewhere safe! As you begin ma- making your way out the back. As you emerge, you kind of see the scene um, that's been happening with Rose, Jesper, Irina, and Ismark. Where this mad dash towards these horses and the stables is ongoing. Um, you can see a couple uh, thuggish-looking fellows, one with a crossbow and one with a cudgel, are trying to beat on Jesper, and one's firing a crossbow towards the horses, trying to take out the horse's legs. Um, as you guys kind of push, come careening through the back door, um, with a, a surge in numbers, the thugs quickly kind of back off as you begin all kind of ch- charging and making your way 
uh, down the main street up towards the, the village square of Barovia. You can hear the mob and the crowd calling and shouting and screaming uh, as they begin trying to follow you. Some of them begin trying to make their way around the mansion estate, um, but trying to make their way through the whole building is going to take them enough time. You guys sprint down these dark, dead streets. There is a moon, but it's hidden behind thick layers of cloud. So seeing is almost difficult. You're having to judge distances through just the vaguest shadows that you can see. And eventually you come across the inn, the Blood on the Vine inn that you were at before. Uh, Irina and Ismark are on a horse and have careened ahead of you, but are kind of waiting for you guys to catch up. Um, Rose, you have space on your horse for one other person. Do you grab... Who do you want to grab? Um, so I, um, I think seeing everyone else come through, she would probably, um, knowing that Jesper does have a wagon, send mm-hmm. him on the horse ahead okay. with Shadow, probably. She would, Ooh. she would probably insist that Shadow gets on the horse and then okay. she would run behind with the, with the dragons, um, so mm-hmm. that he can, he can get a head start in getting that for the rest of them. Okay. Yeah, perfect. So with that, you can see that the the Vistani girl, um, Mirabelle, and then the two thugs, they've they've hung back, but they're calling out to their comrades like, come on, this way, they're going this way, towards the inn, towards the inn, and they're kind of pulling it. And you begin to see these little dots of orange flame as the torches of the mob begin filtering through the buildings. And the buildings here, there are streets, but the buildings are, there's little narrow alleyways between them. And you just begin to see more and more people appearing at these alleyways, like chasing, darting towards you as you will desperately run, uh, making your way there. Jesper, you get to your wagon, still hitched with two horses, um, and the group of you can all mount up and begin riding your way out of the village of Barovia. Um, oh, I'm going to move you guys to your bigger cool. man. Um, the, the mob chases you. Um, you begin to hear the sounds of dogs like kind of barking hunting dogs are being gathered um you can hear the sound of horses being prepared but you have enough of a lead um the last thing you see as you begin uh as the the fast the galloping hooves of the horses pound against the worn stone and and dirt road the last thing you see as you look behind you is a single building on the edge of the town burning completely aflame orange and black smoke drifting up to mix with the black clouds above you pass over a stone bridge uh, as a powerful and winding river courses beneath it and you begin to see and hear the sounds of the mob fading away behind you as the path takes you between thick forests of gnarled and twisted trees and that is where we will end today's episode Oh, oh my. man! Pretty action, pretty action-packed one. This one. Yeah. Um, yeah. Too, too good about that. I wanted to take the old man with us. Well, well, yeah. He, uh, well, did he sacri- Is he? Is he dead? Is he alive? You don't know. I hope he is. Uh, he is strong. Yeah. He is strong. <laughs> um, Plot twist. I knew yeah. it. <laughs> yeah, so a bit of a, a bit of a, yeah, starting off lo- lots of combat, lots of rolling dice, but that's how the indie goes sometimes. Can't always. Oh be no, I think we need it to social to figure out our characters and how they actually work. Yeah, um, yeah absolutely. These new classes, new new subclasses. Figure out how hard it is cool. to heal someone. 
<laughs> no, uh, shots fired. Sure <laughs> um, I love you. Too. Nice, and and you've also now kind of gotten to see the the more uh, grey nature of Barovia, where mm. you know those people are genuinely just trying to look out for themselves, and they're like, yeah, but one girl, all of us. That seems a sensible yeah. call to make. Yeah. Um, and Strad Utility. is not beyond. Yeah, and Strahd's not beyond leveraging that sort of mentality amongst his people. The sheeple! Wake up, sheeple! (laughs) Wake up, sheeple! Open your damn eyes! (laughs) Yeah, and uh, I do love, I love particularly for me, I love the the confidence of Shadow of like, we just scared Strahd off. I'm like, I love the fact that you think that. I love that. <laughs> well, she's a nice little kitty, isn't she? She's a nice little no. kitty. Also, uh, also Kim thought she still had a spell slot for um, calm emotions. <laughs> oh, did you not have that? That's a shame. Now, that would have been impressive. I own it. Shut up. Thank you, everybody. We're done. It's time to go. Bye, friends. Bye. Bye. Yeah. <laughs> See you next time. Bye. Uh, Bye. Bye.